everyone. This is Steve here, and I'm recording from my house, not from the studio. <laughs> Thanks to this lovely quarantine life, I hope you are hanging in there, doing okay, and hopefully even finding ways to grow in this time. And if you're just tuning in, the Greenhouse Podcast is exactly for that. It's for people who want to grow in their life and improve themselves and lead an intentional and maybe even more fulfilling life. And so before we get to today's episode, I have a quick announcement that's actually good timing, given everything going on. I've realized that this that I'm about to announce is what many of you actually need right now. Or maybe you just have more time to invest in yourself right now. So it's a good time to catch up on things. And so if you're someone trying to figure out what's next in your career, if you're looking to start or grow a business, if you are thinking about how you can level up in your leadership or your personal life or your personal and professional growth, then this is for you. The first time ever, Greenhouse, starting on April 16th and going to the end of April, Greenhouse is making our proprietary method available, not just in one-on-one coaching clients, but really to everyone, including you, through a really low-cost monthly membership. And this membership I'm very, very excited about. We've been working for years toward this. And this membership is a chance for you to grow and develop both personally and professionally. If you want, again, clarity around what's next in your career or about your strengths and your passions and what you love to do, if you're trying to start a business or if you're just trying to level up and grow in what you do, trying to get more intentional around your goals, then this tool is really for you. See, lots of people have felt stuck and dissatisfied in their work and continue to. And I hear from them daily. You are not alone if you're thinking that many people are in that spot. But just going through the motions and really not feeling challenged in their work. Or for some people, they feel overwhelmed with responsibilities, not clear on their priorities, not clear on their why, and really what to do to grow. And you need a clear vision and a focus plan. If there's anything I've learned working with over 100 people in this process is you need a clear vision of where you're going and a focus plan to get there. But the reality is this. I'm also a realist and know that life is busy and the pull of gravity kind of keeps us continuing in the same path that we've been on. And so we need something to kind of jerk us out of that and get us on a better path and take steps in a new direction. And so I really believe at the core of of my belief in Greenhouse is that everyone has unique abilities and a unique calling. And that can look different in different seasons of life. But so many people, so many people are just operating at a fraction of who they really are and what I believe they're really meant for, which is exactly why I created a process to solve this. And I've helped many, many people get clarity, launch into what's next for them, and have repeatable steps to live into their potential. So this membership is not just about figuring out what's next and getting that clarity, but also about how do you, what do you do next and how do you keep that momentum going forward? How can you build repeatable rhythms in your life to be at your best, to keep growing and to keep making a bigger impact? And so here's my part of this. You know, at Greenhouse, we read all the books, we listen to all the podcasts, we kind of consume all of the stuff out there on leadership and personal growth and time management, you name it. And our job is to curate that info for you because you need to be focused on other things. And so that's another benefit of this membership is we are going to provide not only that curated information, but also organized in a simple, easy way for you to 
to learn it and to take action on it. So our proven process, like I mentioned, is called the greenhouse method. And it really just has three steps. First step is make space to get clarity in your life. You know, we kind of have to take inventory and, and clear some things out to make space. And the second step is to figure out your unique purpose and abilities. And this is where you get clear on what are you good at? What do you love to do? What is your personality? What does that all mean? How do you piece all those things together in terms of the kind of work and the kind of focuses you should have? And then the third step is to establish habits to operate in your sweet spot and reach goals in all areas of your life. And this is where we really take the best of all the productivity stuff out there and give you a simple process and a repeatable process along with coaching and community to support you along the way. So the best part is this method is not just a one-time, one-and-done process, but it's something you can continue to use really through through the rest of your life and in all areas of your life. We've had people apply this to not just a career change or a business startup, but also to friendships and marriage and parenting, also to personal goals and New Year's resolutions and health and all kinds of things. So within this membership, what you get is the Greenhouse Method video modules where I personally walk you through and teach you the process. You get live video coaching and topical deep dives to kind of help you and answer questions along the way and give you support as you're implementing what you learn. And then also a community of people who are working on the same thing alongside you and the chance to interact or meet people near you and have conversations about what you're trying to figure out and what you're struggling with and what your goals are. So really the promise here is after just a few weeks of of starting the greenhouse method, you're going to get clarity about your unique abilities. You're going to have a written purpose statement with clear vision of where you want to head and goals around that. And then you'll implement new rhythms, like I mentioned, in order to reach those goals, move toward that vision. And if you're in a career change, you know, really to start that business or to land that job you're excited about, just to grow in a way that you're excited about Mondays with a lot of confidence and very clear focus. So right now you might be resonating with this. You might be feeling stuck. You might be wondering what's next. You might be trying to grow and getting frustrated or overwhelmed. And so this is an offer really for you to get beyond that, get over that hump, start moving in a better direction. And you know, it's not just about you and your progress, although that's great, but think about all the impact that you can have on others when you're at your best and when you're really living and working in the center of your purpose. That's that's ultimately what this is about. And that'll make possible for them the ability to do the same in their life. And so I think about all the people who have been through the Greenhouse Method and how they're helping so many more people now. They're having more fulfillment in the everyday, but they're also just confident knowing where to focus their time and seeing better results through that focus of their time. And so this is one small step you can take because if you're feeling stuck right now, I wouldn't want you a year from now looking back and still feeling stuck, still feeling like you're in the same place or or wasting your gifts and abilities. And so what we've done here is created a very affordable option that works for you. It's a digital option, so it works in this time right now. And this will start to become available to you on April 16th. So if this resonates with you or sounds like something that you need to do for yourself, 
If you just are listening to this and you know deep down you need to invest in yourself so you can be at your best, then all you have to do is go to greenhouseculture.co slash membership. There's more information there. You can also sign up to get the updates to be the first to hear about it. And I would love to interact with you within the Greenhouse Method. Now, today's guest, I invited Andy Berry to come and share about his experience with the Greenhouse Method. He was a customer and experienced going through this process and really in a time for him when he was just beginning to think a little more about how could he kind of level up? What is the next steps for him in his career? Andy is a pastor. He works with families. He's a really great storyteller and he kind of has this unique ability to create experiences, especially for kids that are super memorable and the kind of stuff that you talk about for years to come and, you know, talk about with people. Remember that time when, you know, this is Andy. And so I love hearing how he processed through the greenhouse method because for him, and he mentions this, none of the steps were necessarily like groundbreaking new things for him. But like so many people, the intentional process of going through it really unlocked some things for him and brought a lot of clarity. Since he was in a place where there were a whole bunch of potential paths forward. And he was just trying to think through them well, trying to make some decisions, trying to get some affirmation and clarity. So I'll stop right there and stop sharing the story for him and cut over to let you hear from Andy directly. Andy, this is really fun to have you come on and talk about your experience with the greenhouse method. But also, we were just talking about all kinds of other fun stuff related to storytelling and designing experiences and maybe just give people a little background about yourself and what you do. Yeah. So um, my name's Andy. Uh, I'm a father of two young boys. And so I would say the person that I am has always been uh, a guy that could create really fun experiences at home for my two kids. And now I've just kind of grown into the role of finally having children. And so that's been fun to explore, just making up bedtime stories and we have like an Alexa uh, little, uh-huh. little thing at home. Yeah. And I figured out that you can program it to say different things and respond to commands. Yeah. And so every night my four-year-old says, Alexa, good night. And I change it every single night to say <laughs> a different thing to him. So every night Alexa tells him that she hopes uh, that he has a dream about whatever. Uh, and so I change it every single night and... It was a really fun idea at the beginning, uh, and now it's really quite a challenge uh, <laughs> to, to change it. And so we forgot one night when he had a babysitter, and the babysitter told uh, Noah that Alexa was on vacation. So the, <laughs> the, next, the next night, uh, she had recorded him a message from vacation. Uh, yeah. So we just kept it going. We kept it going. <laughs> so we'll see how long that lasts. But no, anyway, just to create a fun experience that awakens a little bit of wonder in my kid's heart. And then that spills over into the rest of my life too. Just helping families create experiences together. Uh, one that awakens a little bit of wonder, but also uh, can, I'm, I'm a pastor. So just helping draw them closer to Jesus at the same time is kind of where, uh, where I land most days. Yeah, no, it's fun. I mean, you set the bar high for yourself with the Alexa. And now that we're in virus pandemic, I know you're going to just, it's going to need to become a full-time job probably. You know, it's a little bit like the Elf on the Shelf people. Um, it's just every night, it never stops. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fun to hear. And I like that you use the word wonder because I was at a conference a couple of years ago 
and a speaker was talking about what did you play as a kid and what what were the things that captured your imagination as a kid and how can we port that back into adulthood because we've kind of lost a lot of that and he used the word wonder and I thought Mm -hmm. of you immediately having experienced a lot of your work that is kind of a core part of it is not just creating those experiences for kids but then how do you also port that into adulthood back into adulthood in a sense Right. And I think that there's, I used to believe this myth that you grew out of those things and I, I hadn't grown out of it yet. And so I didn't, I didn't know if that, if I was maybe not growing up the right way or I wasn't experiencing adulthood the right way, but then I flipped it and figured out, no, I, I think I'm doing it the right way. Uh, still tapping into those things that captured my imagination when I was a kid. And so now that's, that's some of the most fun work is trying to help adults capture that as well. And I'll have adults say to me all the time, you know, oh, I'm not creative. Uh, you know, and I said, hey, listen, when you were three, they put a box of crowns in front of you and you drew a picture and nobody had to teach you how to do that. And so that's inside of you. You just have to sort of stoke it every once in a while. So, yeah. So, so wonder, man, it's listen, we go outside at night sometimes and and we'll just look up at the sky, you know, and just go, hey, what do you see in the stars? Uh, yesterday, cause we're all in the midst of this uh, stay at home time. We took a magnifying glass outside with my four-year-old and we just looked at things and we wrote down when you look at the tree really close, what does it really look like? And so it's not, it's not hard. It's not hard to tap into that stuff. You just have to sort of pause every once in a while and think, what would I do if I was four right now? What would I do if I was six right now in this situation? This is cool. So it really ties to what we were just talking about before the recording, that in the greenhouse method, there's not necessarily some crazy new idea, but it's it's a process of tapping into that stuff that was already in you. And I'm thinking, we'll get back to this at the end, but maybe we should include some links for people, or not links, but maybe some ideas of things that you do with your kids or that you've done that people could try during this time or yeah. have some inspiration from, reawaken some wonder themselves. We can definitely do that. Okay. Well, yeah, really want people to hear a bit about your experience with the greenhouse method. But first, what drew you to want to participate in it? And um, what were you kind of wrestling with before before that experience? Sure. So I've spent the bulk of my career working for churches in ministry and primarily working with families and kids. And I went through a process over the last year of wondering, is this, I'm kind of on the, I'm at the point where I needed to make a decision whether or not this is the long haul for me. You know, is this really what I'm going to spend my career doing? Um, Or is this the thing that I did for a while? And so that to me was really what drew me into the process. Just asking the questions of what am I going to do next? And I was fairly certain that the answer was going to be the same thing. And that was not necessarily going to be a bad outcome, but I just wanted to, I wanted to be faithful to a process and work through it and let some affirmation come that I'm in the right place. And so uh, I was going through a process of ordination and finishing seminary. And again, it was kind of that jumping off point of, okay, here we go. If I'm really going to go all in it's, it's now. So I would love to just get some affirmation before I uh, approach what's next. And so that, and I was beginning to feel, I've been in my position with the church I serve now for eight years. 
and just really looking at, is it time to step into something new? Is it time to use my gifts in a different way? Is it time to approach a new challenge? So all of that, you know, was a great intersection to come and talk with you and, and explore this process. Yeah. And so it was a bit of, is there something different for me ahead or is there just a different focus in what I've been doing? It wasn't really clear yet. It could have been either of the two. Right. And I, I, I can't really imagine doing anything differently than what I have been doing, which might be, a, I mean, that might be a problem for many people as you kind of gets not stuck in what you're in, but you just get in such a groove that you can't imagine getting out of it. And so I wanted to, to push and really try and explore, is there something different? You, the gifts that I have, could they be used in a different way, even outside of the church? And I was really open to that, uh, walking into it. But secretly, I, I really hoped not. You know, I really hoped that, yeah. that I was going to come out on the other end of this going, oh, I'm in, I'm in the right place. And the process illuminated so much more along the way for me, which we can talk about. But that's what drew me to it in the first place. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I can resonate with so much of that. I know other people listening can too, because sometimes part of this journey of getting clarity, especially around career, part of the question is, I don't know if there's just more for me to tap into where I'm already at, or if I should be thinking about things in a new way or, and just milestones as you grow and through leadership. So, well, not only that, but I think there's this, it's all, I don't know if it's, if I put it on myself or if just being part of the workforce today puts it on you, but there's almost this pressure that I should be looking at what's next and I should be trying to advance and I should be trying to move up. And oftentimes that may, that might not be the case. You know, it might be that I'm actually right where I need to be for this season. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So you're really looking to get some affirmation and clarity what was what was the hardest part about that before engaging with greenhouse as you're wrestling through some of those things part of it was i had just never explored anything different you know i've uh, i have found a way to incorporate my gifts and my skills into my work pretty seamlessly in my career and so there are people that will say to me oh you should go you could go and do this or you know, we'll, we'll produce uh, video content for kids and people will say, Oh, you've got to go and you could make it on, you could make it in Hollywood. You know, you're, if you're <laughs> uh, a funny guy or, you know, I'll do some graphic design work and somebody will say, Oh, you could do that if you wanted to, or, you know, and so there's always this, this thought of, Oh, there could be something else out there, but I, I just really never have experienced anything other than this. And so I didn't know if that was, again, that could be because I am in the sweet spot for me, or it could be because I just have failed to really explore what's, what's out there. Yeah. You mentioned the greenhouse method process. Talk about that a little bit and your experience with it. Yeah. Well, I will say when we first started and we first came into it, it was a little bit intimidating because I was uh, sitting around the table with men and women who were talking about starting businesses and uh, starting to mentor and coach people. And I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not trying to launch a company. Like I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out what the next step is for me. And so it, it took me probably that, that whole first session to sort of recalibrate and, and think it's, it's okay for me to be here and it's okay for me to go through this process. 
even though the thing that I am trying to work through may not be on a, as grand of a scale as somebody else, my reality in that moment was worth being around the table. And so I had to sort of be okay with that, you know? Yeah. Even when you go, when you look on the website, you know, and, and there'll be mentions of like what to do next professionally and are you trying to start your business? Are you trying to do these things? And no matter what you're trying to figure out for your next step, no matter how small or incremental that step might be, it, it really is a valuable process to go through. And that was, again, that was just a sort of a recalibrating for me in that first session. Um, well, I'm glad you mentioned that though, Andy, because it's making me remember somebody who went through the process who literally, and I, I can't remember, I don't know what why they came to the method, but what they ended up using it to work through was literally just figuring out how to re-engage with friends again. And I mean, it almost makes me emotional talking about it because it was such a cool thing to see how this person who was kind of like fairly young in their career, really busy with work and babies. And it was like, basically, I just work and do family stuff and I don't have my friendships anymore. Like, yeah, we all still know each other, but we're not, it's not a place where we can go and actually care for each other, hang out, have fun and talk about life. And so the whole process for them was literally just a chance to kind of reorient like wait a minute okay friendships are important in my life over the long haul they'll be really important in my life especially now that we're in a season where it's not like you're just living in a college dorm with a bunch of people and it's self-facilitated for you you know I have to make an intentional effort to make these things happen because we all have babies and stuff and then thirdly like creating a plan and real intentions and rhythms around making that happen it stuck with me because to your point, yes, this process can be about starting a company or something that feels quote unquote really big. But even for that person, like that was really meaningful and pretty transformational in their life to say, oh, I just need to actually get clarity again and get intentional about friendships. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and how positive an experience it would be just to get some clarity on that, you know, or in any place that you feel stuck, uh, just being able to break it down and be taught how to think about it or not how to think, but you're, you're, you're taught that how to get into a place where you can think about it and begin to process things and just make the next right decision and the next right decision, the next right decision. And that was definitely the experience for me. Uh-huh. I would say the most positive part of of the method for me and the most positive part of the whole process was we talked a lot about what and where and when. And, you know, I told you before we started recording that there was nothing really overall sort of revolutionary in, in the thinking. It was just, Hey, when you really start thinking about what, what are you going to do and where are you going to do it? And so for me, that was the place of the most wrestling. I knew what I wanted to do. After the first week or two or three of really working through the method, I, I, I really landed on experience design, offering experiences for people where they can create a memory together, where they can experience something life-changing together. The thing that happens to them that will be the story that they tell later, you know, when they're all sitting around the campfire and saying, hey, do you remember the time we experienced that thing together? I know that that is what I am gifted for. I know that's what I'm passionate about. And that that was not in question. It was the where 
that was really the thing that had to be wrestled with. And so I began to dream uh, in, in the weeks in between the times that we were together, I really began to dream. Okay. What if, what if a pastoral ministry is not the place where I do that? Where could I go and do that? And so I started thinking about what if I had, uh, you know, some sort of experience design company, some sort of event company, my friends that, that know me well know that I go really overboard on like my kids' birthday parties. I go really overboard on, you know, experiences that I'm designing for myself and my wife, you know? And, um, and so I thought I could help somebody do that. I could, I could help a family plan a, a party or celebrate something, or I could help people mark a moment in time together and really create a great experience and help tell a story. And I could use all the gifts I have to help do that. And I could be my own boss and I could, I could be like the rest of the people around this table with these big dreams. And what it really came down to was in a week of wrestling over this, I figured out that if the end result of creating that experience is not leading people to Jesus, I really wasn't that excited about it. And so the sort of marketplace, sort of corporate side of what I could do with those gifts really wasn't interesting to me in the long run. It was doing that within the local church, but it was only going through that week of the process that I could wrestle with that and really come to a definitive answer on where I was going to use my gifts. That's so cool. I don't know that I realized it to that detail, but I can hear in what you're saying that it was the process of having to ask the question and work through some new lines of thinking that helped bring more clarity. Like you said, it wasn't revolutionary, but the process of thinking through it was something that helped. Yeah. And I think that really putting some thought behind what is urgent versus what is important. And, you know, if I had all the time in the world and all the money in the world, you know, maybe things would be different, but I don't, you know, I have the time that I have and I have a wife and I have children and I have family that's important to us that we've prioritized. And, you know, I have friends and uh, a small group and all of those things I want to give time and attention to. And so, you know, this idea that, well, if you had all the money in the world, if you had all the time in the world, I, again, I don't. And so really thinking about what do I want to do with the time that I have that I have set aside because it's not, it's not all of my time, more of my time. I desperately want to give to my family. Yeah. And so it's trying to figure out a rhythm of, okay, the time that I have, what do I want to give to? Well, then that time becomes really, really important. And so the things that I could do uh, are not as attractive to me as the things that I really need to do. Yeah. That's so cool to me how the process of just going there mentally actually affirmed a lot about about where you already were. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, instead of just always wondering like, oh, what if? Right. And I mean, and that is, you know, that's the big secret for me is I went all the way through this method and was able to affirm that I'm in the right place. You know, and the time of year that we finished this that our that our group finished was right when I was finishing my ordination process to become a pastor. And so there was such a great, again, just moment of affirmation in that, you know, I was probably going to get ordained no matter what, because I had spent these years preparing and these years uh, working towards that. But to be able to go into that 
next step of, of ministry and next step of life for me, really being affirmed, oh no, you've done the hard work and you've gotten to the point where you know this is the right place. It was such a sweeter moment than, than it would have been without that process. Hmm. Man, that's cool. Just on the personal side, like, what did it do for you to be able to have kind of thought through that, that where piece you mentioned with a more specific lens? Yeah, I, I think when, when there are infinite options, there is so much stress over that for me. Mm. It, you know, it's a little bit like sitting down in front of Netflix, right? <laughs> and you're just going, I just want to watch something. I just want to enjoy something, but I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I've literally run out of time to watch a movie sometimes because I'm <laughs> scrolling so long. <laughs> yeah, but I should say with, with our kids, uh, it's more Disney Plus now. So yeah. we do the same thing in front of Disney Plus. But when there are infinite options, like there's, that's, it's almost paralyzing. And so, again, as friends would, would sort of speak encouragement into my life and say, oh, you could go and do this or you could go and work for these people or you could start your own company or, you know, we we purchase uh, a lot of content from a company down in Atlanta and they would say, why don't you go work for them? You can go and do that option after option after option. And it's really, it's again, it's almost paralyzing to try and move forward when every dream is out there. And so to really affirm, this is my dream. Like I am, I am doing this thing that I've been designed to do that brings me life and uh, that I'm passionate about. And it's something that I can go and do this work and go home and, and be with my family and be proud of the work that I have done to eliminate all of those what ifs and really get down to the what and the where and the how am I going to do it? There's freedom in that. Hmm. It's a fun story to hear because even for me, it, it's just a reminder that taking this time and space to not just like think through stuff and be self-reflective, but to kind of do the work on ourselves, right? I think a lot of people who are attracted to this kind of stuff, we want to always be helping others, which is great. But, you know, we can only help others to the extent that we've really done some work in in ourselves as well. Sure. And, and for me, I mean, e- even though I have nailed down sort of what I want to do and in what context I want to do it, I still have to find an actual place. You know, I say, t- to say I want to do this work in the local church is one thing, but there has to be an actual church. And so while I am really happy with where I am right now, there are always questions about in the next season and growing into the next season, will I be able to do that in the place where I am? And so to be able to think about stepping into another environment, stepping into another organization, I feel like now I have such a clarified understanding of what I can offer that organization and so for one, I think it makes me such a more uh, desirable candidate. I think it allows me to identify very quickly, this is not a place where I want to be. In fact, I mean, I'll tell you a quick story. I actually was talking to a church in Charlottesville, Virginia, because they had an opening and, and we were in conversations about whether or not I would be the right fit for the job. And so, you know, there were a couple of phone interviews and sort of Skype calls. And then I went and visited and spent time with their staff and walked through the space they were designing because they're moving into a new building. And, you know, it's about an hour from where I live to Charlottesville. And so in that one hour drive home, I was able to identify really quickly, this is not the place for me. 
not because uh, it, it wasn't a great organization or it wasn't a great job or the money wasn't right, but I just knew with this very clarified understanding of, of how I want to use my time when it comes to my work, this was not the right place to do it. Yeah, uh, And so I don't know that I could have as confidently done that had I not gone through the process that I went through with you guys. Yeah, it became a bit of a, a filter for decision making. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think that's, I think at its core, that's what it is. You know, I think if you can, if you can start at the beginning and go through each of the steps in the process, it really does serve as a filter, you know, because if you have something that you're, that you, again, you're trying to get affirmation on whether or not this is the right step for you, it, it gets challenged, you know, <laughs> that, that thought or that idea gets challenged at each step of the process. Yeah. If you can make it all the way through to the end of the method with that idea still being a good idea and being the best way to spend your time professionally or personally, uh, you know you've tested it all the way through. That's awesome. Uh, thanks for sharing all that. And I'm sure there's people listening, resonating with that, or maybe kind of a little bit earlier um, in the journey of a similar process. So I just want to give you a chance to like, what would you say to them, especially if they're in that space of kind of, there's questions, there's maybe a, an itch or, you know, something stirring inside, but they're, they're just busy and not sure what to do with that. Sure. You know, what, what would you say to them given your experience? Well, I mean, first I would say that no idea or, or thought that they might have or itch that they want to scratch or gift that they have, none of that is wasted. So they have that for a reason. Uh, and so I think you want to honor that and do something with it, right? And if you don't know what to do with that, I think this is the perfect process to get into, to honor what you have, what's been put in you, what you've learned. Uh, what you've dreamed about, whatever it is, go through the process and really trust it. Again, it feels, you know, I shared with you earlier, again, no, nothing feels very revolutionary. So you almost go through like the first one and you go, really? <laughs> like that was, that was the whole first session. You know, I'm ready to like really move forward and really figure this out. So trust the process. The pacing is perfect. It provides time for you to really think and discuss with friends, discuss with your spouse. One of the most pivotal parts of the process for me was going and hearing from three trusted people in my life to see, does this actually line up? Like I'm saying this about myself, but do you see this? Yeah. Um, and so just taking the time to work each step of the process and just trusting it, you know, it's, you can't rush through it. It's, it's designed the way that it is on purpose to provide time for you to really think, to really, really process, to pray if you're the kind of person that prays. So again, it feels elementary at the beginning, but all of the best things are really simple at their core. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Right before we hit record, you were mentioning that and how the organization of the processes, what was so good for you and another person who was in your group. And it honestly gave me a big smile because it's like, yeah, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. All this stuff has been out there forever. It's just, there's so much out there now that the overwhelm of trying to like read all the books and try all the tools or even personality tests and then not knowing what to do with that. 
we said let's just let's just create a simple process that takes kind of the the majority of most effective pieces put it together and we don't have to reinvent anything so it's fun to hear that that was helpful for you well um i'm kind of curious i think we need to loop back to reawakening wonder here and maybe there's some ideas that you could share we could just post them in the show notes for this episode for people maybe it's even just stuff you guys have been doing lately with your own kids but what do you what do you think about that yeah well we're we're big fort builders so we build all kinds of forts and so we've done a lot of that as we've been stuck inside Thankfully, the weather is nice, so we can go outside. So we build some outside forts as well. Nice. But, you know, I, I would say this. There's lots of things that, that we do. Just, just yesterday, we made, uh, we made like a homemade DIY board game um, uh-huh. because we had Candyland in the house and we had just seen the movie Onward. And my son said, oh, what if we had an Onward Candyland? And I said, we can do that. And so I think really it's just that posture <laughs> towards when my four-year-old says, what if we did this? I might be tired. I might know how big of a mess it's going to make, you know, but I always want to say yes to the things that he says, what if to, you know, and, and I also want to encourage him to do that. Like I want to, I'm, I'm trying to help him see things that he's missing you know, Hey, stop, buddy. Whoa, 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 look at this. And then he'll go, Oh, what if, and he'll have an idea. And so we actually just jumped on before I came here. We, we jumped on FaceTime and played our homemade board game with <laughs> two of his favorite people um, awesome. and who are both adults, by the way. And they said, absolutely. Yes, I will do that. <laughs> and so I think, uh, I think it's just saying yes to some of the ideas that your kids might have. Um, you know, again, it's anything that's a little bit mysterious, you know, like, I, I would say it, you won't be able to see my face on the recording, but, but the noise will tee it off. You know, when you go like, <gasps> you know, that sort uh-huh. of, that sort of idea, um, yeah. we just do that with everything. Right. And my takeaway from that is like, also say yes before you know the answer. Yeah. It's like, yes, we can do that. I have no idea how, but let's just dive in. Right. There's, um, there was a th- there was like a meme that went around the internet. I don't know years ago and it said when a when a child hands you a pretend phone and says it's for you you answer it every time right so it's just that posture you know yeah. it's, it's that posture of that pretend play and you know trying to help them understand that there's something bigger at work here there's there's something beyond what they see uh looking at things from different angles taking a different approach to it you know i don't think that any interaction with a child is a wasted interaction either you know, I, I don't, and let me be really clear here. I, you know, whenever we start talking about adults and children, like there are, there are healthy ways to interact with children and there are boundaries that need to be set. Uh, but when it comes to the kids in your own family, the kids in your own life, don't waste any interaction with them. Yeah, that's, that's encouraging and good reminder. And I can attest to everything you're saying for people listening, because me and my family have experienced and benefited from a lot of those ideas and experiences that you've created. And it, it is really, really special stuff. So I don't, can people follow you? Do you share that stuff on social anywhere? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I post on Instagram a lot. What's your Instagram handle? It's my name, Andy Barry without 
the Y. So it's just A N D Y B E R R on Instagram. Right. Yeah, we'll include that in the links too. But if you're just listening, give Andy a follow. There's definitely some inspiration for you there too. Yeah, and and I copy a lot of people. Like I don't again, nothing is original, right? I'm just trying to see what are people doing out there and how can I do that at home? You know, we're really intentional with that. Even in the work that I do for the church, we're really intentional about trying to say it's it's great if we can do this here with a really unique set of tools and supplies, but can we create this in a way that a family can do this at home with what they might have in the pantry or in their garage? Yeah. Uh, because we really uh-huh. want to be able to help share ideas that people can do without, you know, having to buy something or, you know, acquire something. And so trust me, there are lots and lots of ways uh, that you can be creative with the stuff that's in your house. Yeah. That's cool. It's like, let's become a, a sub theme of this episode. It's like the simple things can be the memorable things. <laughs> I mean, really and truly. Yeah. I mean, we wear a lot of colanders as hats, you know, at our house. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because yesterday we were, as people know, listening to this, it's kind of still in the virus crisis. And Ashley came downstairs and said, she was kind of holding the air like a empty you know, the cardboard inside the toilet paper roll. Oh, for sure. Right now is the middle of like everyone freaking out if there's enough toilet paper (laughs) in the world. (laughs) And she's like holding it high. She's like, need this for crafts. (laughs) Right. Do not throw this away. That's a telescope. Uh, That's a lightsaber. That's a, that's a golf putter. That's lots of things. That's everything. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing your story and encouraging us in the process. Yeah. Thank you. So right now you might be resonating with this. You might be feeling stuck. You might be wondering what's next. You might be trying to grow and getting frustrated or overwhelmed. And so this is an offer really for you to get beyond that, get over that hump, start moving in a better direction. And you know, it's not just about you and your progress, although that's great, but think about all the impact that you can have on others when you're at your best and when you're really living and working in the center of your purpose. That's that's ultimately what this is about. And that'll make possible for them the ability to do the same in their life. And so I think about all the people who have been through the Greenhouse Method and how they're helping so many more people now. They're having more fulfillment in the everyday, but they're also just confident knowing where to focus their time and seeing better results through that focus of their time. And so this is one small step you can take because if you're feeling stuck right now, I wouldn't want you a year from now looking back and still feeling stuck, still feeling like you're in the same place or or wasting your gifts and abilities. And so what we've done here is created a very affordable option that works for you. It's a digital option, so it works in this time right now. And this will start to become available to you on April 16th. So if this resonates with you or sounds like something that you need to do for yourself, if you just are listening to this and you know deep down you need to invest in yourself so you can be at your best, then all you have to do is go to greenhouseculture.co slash membership. There's more information there. You can also sign up to get the updates to be the first to hear about it. And I would love to interact with you within the Greenhouse Method.